Alright, where we go? friends and strangers. I am here with my friend Millie Raccoon. We are in Capitol Hill, Washington, Seattle. The Capitol Hill neighborhood in Seattle. That's what I mean. Say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy that you made the time today. You're yeah. about to go out. You're about to go hit the road. Yeah, any minute now. You have your awesome schedule here behind you with tape. It's glued up and it's not even totally glued up yet in yet. case some of those get taken off or added to the schedule and that sure. way I can switch the little things around. You're leaving here tomorrow? Tomorrow or the next day. Okay. And driving to New York City? Ultimately, yeah, but okay. stopping a bunch of places. And you're, you, I'm excited to hear that you're on your way to Pittsburgh Yeah. to play at Spiel's Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it all comes together. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm also playing at a house show in Pittsburgh and at the Fourth River Music Festival in Pittsburgh. Mm. Awesome. You just did a big fiddle um, thing, weekend, something, didn't you? Yeah, I did a couple big fiddle things. In, um, in Town Townsend, in Port Townsend. Oh, yeah, right? in Port Townsend, I was at Fiddle Tunes. Okay. How's that? Good? It seems like it's very enjoyable for people who like to play old time and <laughs> Celtic. There's so many fiddle players in this area, in the yeah. Northwest. Right? Yeah. That's what I've noticed. I'm like old guys that can play the hell out of the fiddle. Uh-huh. Old people in general, yeah. not old guys. I like old the women, intergenerational aspect of the folk music world. That's something Seattle. I noticed here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when it makes you, it feel more like a family. Mm -hmm. Generations here and mm -hmm. there passed down. Okay. Thanks for having me today. This is great. You, yeah. You made time. A lot of people, a lot of people I've interviewed in the past are like, well, I can meet you on Wednesday, this, um, three weeks from now. Like, you were very oh, spontaneous yeah. when you made this work. It was also because I was running out of time. <laughs> also, you coming to me was very helpful. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> well, why don't you play some song? Okay. Can you play some for us? Should I talk about the song? You could. That'd be great. Um, tell, tell us a little about the song first. This is mean? a song I wrote <laughs> called... The Fine Art of Taking It Slow. Okay. And I s started writing it when I was in Cumberland, British Columbia, busking on oh, wow. this, like, kind of deserted street <laughs> and thinking about where my life was going. A while ago? Recently? Yeah, maybe a couple years ago. Okay. But... I think it's I think it's a cool song and I I like it a lot and I think it would be a lot better if it were performed by Nora Jones. <laughs> and so one of my dreams is to get her to do it. Okay. If anyone listening knows Nora Jones, we're trying to get her to hear this song, okay? Yeah. All right. It could That's happen. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Sweet. <laughs>
Hey, diamond has been hiding.
wonderful. Thank you for that. Thank you. So anybody out there who knows Nora Jones, get on it. This we got to make this happen. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool with like her playing piano, like R and B shuffle kind of. That'd be groovy. Yeah, yeah. I love that your 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 chin brace there is a is that a kitty? A kitty sock. A kitty sock. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make do with what you got in this world, right? Yeah. Right. That's a good. It's a good touch there. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so nice to just sit in the window and look out look out at the at the lifelong. Uh, yeah. thrift store out there and the rest of Seattle and have you played for me thank you for this today yeah um so yeah you're going across the country but you've been in a bunch of places right you're comfortable you I met you first in Seattle playing in ensembles and things like that and kind of didn't really know you that well but then met you more in Pennsylvania you go yeah. down to New Orleans a lot yeah um, you play all over the country yeah I'm always moving. traveling and right. moving and can't stay in one place what do you think why? Yeah. I think I haven't made up my mind about where I want to settle. Right. Right. Yeah. I find that my friends are really spread out at this point in my life. Yeah. And me I too. always want to be with people who are in another place and yeah. always and I always have an agenda to take care of things here and there. Mm-hmm. But um it's weird to spread yourself. I feel like I've spread myself thin. Yeah. And at this point and I think especially when you make friends who become, like, your chosen family, mm-hmm. Um, mm, you, yeah. like, have to always go back to them. And so I have, like, different communities in different places that feel like I have to go back and visit family. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and that you same kind of them. obligation. It's an yeah. obligation, yeah. But it's also what you want. I mean, in a, in a way that I don't really necessarily feel about Maybe I shouldn't say that on the radio <laughs> or whatever this is on the podcast. Exactly, wherever we are, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm finding dealing with my family as I get older is a little easier than it, than it used to be. Hmm. So, yeah, spending more time in Vegas. People get over things. Them. Yeah, kind of sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but some people just continue to be jerks though their yeah. whole lives. Yeah. Some would say the same about me, so I can't really talk much about the other people in my family. So, um, you have an an alter ego that I'd like to talk about. <laughs> your ma- your male side, yeah. Your grandpa, mm-hmm. and you do that on. You don't do it just on Instagram. You do it for your Patreon people yeah. or stuff like that. Can you explain to everyone listening kind of what Grandpa is so they can check you out? So Grandpa is basically my drag persona or my main drag persona. And he's just an old man who claims to know everything, and he likes to tell stories, and he likes to teach lessons. There's a lot of lesson teaching going on there. He originally came about as the narrator of a puppet show I made. Oh. And so it's like this puppet show is set in the future, basically, and the audience is the grandchildren of Grandpa, and he's telling about when the earth was in trouble when he was a little boy and how he saved the planet and now like there's breathable air and water everywhere and there's no pollution oh grandpa takes credit for saving the planet yeah because no one else thought it was a problem but him and these aliens who came so it's like it's kind of a puppet show for kids about environmental stuff right um, yeah i've watched a couple of the couple of the instagram things yeah always hilarious always uh, yeah, he was the you. narrator of that, and now he just teaches mostly music theory, but it goes in other directions, like the 
tantric fiddling through the chakras. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There were the yeah <laughs> the circles. They're actually right behind oh, you. Okay. His circles. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the there's the, the <laughs> but yeah he has a series circles. on my Patreon. Um, I have like different kinds of video series on my Patreon. I have like me talking about cover songs I do and the history of the writers of those songs and why I want to do that song. And I have Grandpa teaching different lessons every month. <laughs> and I have me talking about the songs I wrote and the whole story behind them because so many of them have this long, crazy story that I turned into a poem and music. <laughs> right. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And um, Millie Raccoon, R-A-C-C-O-O-N, just like a raccoon. Yeah. Millie with a Y. Yeah. If you want to find Millie Raccoon anywhere, you just put her on a Google line and probably yeah. something will come up. I have Patreon, Spotify, Instagram, okay. Bandcamp, Facebook, everything. All these things. Yeah. I was talking to someone in the market today, and she was like, I really like your voice. And I was like, well, you could hear my voice so many different ways. Uh, I was like, I make cartoons and make this and make a podcast, <laughs> and you can listen to my voice all day if you want. This old yeah. lady was really into my voice, so you got to work what you got where you, get, where you can get it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you can hear me go all day. You're in ensembles, aren't you? In a couple of different ensembles and stuff like that with fiddle players, yeah. Other people. It's kind of like I'll put like as you travel from place to place. Do you like just jam with the people that you know, or you have yeah, I definitely jam a lot with people as I'm traveling. But when I'm kind of living somewhere for a spell, like New Orleans, I live. I've been living there like seven months out of the year. This year it was actually eight months, I think. And so I'll put together an ensemble there. An ensemble I had a couple day. bands there that I regularly played with. And you've played with Shine, Delphi. Oh, yeah. And you've played, played with, with Nathan, Nathan Rivera. Yeah, I play with Nathan a lot. And actually I'm going to play with him in New York. Oh, wow. So that's why I'm going to New York as a place. Where's like the shows in New York? Shows. Do you know? Um, yes. <laughs> right here on this um, yet to be glue stick thing. I love that. You know, it's so easy to just make something like this on your phone now. And I love yeah. that you're still glue sticking. I have oh, to do yeah. this. I can't make a flyer. I know. I, I like try not to make a flyer like that. I love the cut and paste. And yeah. It's easier to me somehow. Right. But um, we're playing in a place called the Lethe Lounge, which is a recording studio that my friend has oh. in an apartment building in manhattan so he has house shows there regularly awesome. but they're pretty big and it's like open to the public it's at a leafy lounge and a festival in bryant park called accordions around the world <laughs> Na nathan's the accordion player oh, so wow, we're okay. doing that okay and um the jalopy theater which is where a lot of folk musicians play when they're coming through new york and that's okay. in brooklyn and this is in August? The very end of July. End of July, okay. Yeah. So anyone around that can hear it. Yeah. And hear you and see you. Yeah, and I'm going to put the and little show poster you. up soon, right. announcing the dates. Okay, cool, 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 cool. How about another song? Okay. You can do that? Yeah. Okay. I have another song that is all about traveling all the time and not being able to stop traveling. <laughs> So it's funny you asked me why. The song kind of explains it, but oh, not entirely. Look at that. Well, just leave a little. <laughs> leave a little for interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and the complications that come up. This is called Happy Forever. Every contact 
was that mean eye perverted? Maybe if I try, I can grow out of sex. Let love and loneliness lay down to rest. As it stands, my chances aren't the best to stay happy. still busk clearly yeah a lot yeah yeah i um, almost came down to busk by the chowder place today that would have been so much fun yeah it. no that's <laughs> fine that's fine yeah i was i was on the fence of interviewing you right there yeah on the chowder line while, while yeah. you were there <laughs> that'd be really funny down on um, the chowder line. but but busking and playing in a bar or playing in, in front of a microphone it you find it just similar thing a different thing i find it to be very different but I find yeah. that the tricks work the same way in both places. What do you think about that? I think I ultimately do the same thing and everything, but okay. do you prefer when I'm one busking, I feel like usually people aren't listening to me as hard, so it's like more of a private experience in a way, but I'm also mm. just like wondering, because you kind of feel less like you belong there and the people walking by may or may not think it's really obnoxious that you're there. Okay. At least that's like my complex about it. Okay. And complex. <laughs> and it's a complex. It's like, complex. are they going to give me money? Are they going to like it? Are they going to ask me to leave? Whereas if you're playing in a bar, you're kind of more officially there. Mm -hmm. But it's also like people are more like, well, this better be good if they're on stage with a microphone. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. I, I find I, I like them both. Yeah. I like playing and often when I play in Pennsylvania I'll play in this I play at the first cap and everyone in the room knows my music knows my songs and it's almost like just a room full of friends and which is an amazing thing but I crave playing for strangers mm -hmm. like I in a weird way need to walk into a crowd of people I've never talked to with a guitar and sing to them yeah like do you crave that do you does that drive you in a way or or um, I like that you refer to busking as a personal, like your own hmm. thing, where I never see it as my own thing. I always see it as I'm yeah. going to go make a big noise out here yeah, and they're going to like me kind of thing. But I like that you find the solace in the fact that maybe not everyone is listening. Yeah. I don't think I feel the need to go entertain the people who are out there necessarily, but... Right. I, what I really like about busking is that it's like the most flexible job ever and you can just decide so last minute it's, that you're going to go make some money. Yeah, yeah. And there's no schedule, there's no boss, there's no like... I mean, the only schedule or planning is if you want to busk with a band, you have to arrange with a bunch of other busker people, which is herding cats. <laughs> yes, but, yeah, I love the term herding cats, yeah. busking. When I was trying to work with the Pike Place years ago, I was trying to work with like the, the foundation and, and put together yeah. busking stuff and get yeah. more stuff for the buskers, and it was like, 
There's a certain personality type that ends up becoming that a wants to be a free person yeah. on the sidewalk singing mm. music at their yeah. at their leisure. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I find in booking a band or booking a show now is like, hey, I'm here for three hours and I gotta play for three hours kind of thing. Like yeah. busking, you play until there's enough money in the hat, and then you go like, hey, yeah. all right, that's it, I'm out of here, and you, you're or out. Or you play until you realize or, there's not gonna be money in the hat. Yeah. And you're like, I guess I better <laughs> save my energy. It's another day, right? Yeah. yeah. No, there's days when yeah. nobody's. Yeah. Just, it's a general yeah. vibe where no one's tipping and mm-hmm. just no one's tipping. Yeah. 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 Um, Vegas is a lot different for busking now. Huh. I've been busking in Vegas and it's a lot. It's good. Yeah. Cool. There's only one rule don't obstruct traffic. As wow. long as you don't obstruct traffic, you can go anywhere and entertain anyone, however you feel. Like pedestrian fit. or car. Just don't drop any. anything. Yeah. Like don't put a case down. Oh. As long as you can have something on your body that can collect oh, the money, interesting. you can walk around and entertain people. So you could just put like a so cigar box. you follow people. You can like do whatever you need. Attach something to the, yeah, your waist. Yeah, I had a cup like a on the head of my guitar. On the, yeah. yeah. That's cute. And as long as, you don't, as long as you don't obstruct traffic, you can work in Vegas. So I recommend Vegas again. Okay. It wasn't always like that. That's where it money lives. And everybody's got a pocket full of money in Vegas. <laughs> even, though they don't, even though they don't put money in a slot machine anymore. You put a card in, you get All a voucher right. out now. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. How about another song? You got songs? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to decide which uh, three. I think I'm going to do... You can do four. You don't have to limit three. Oh. We still, we're fine. We got, no, we got no rules here. Okay. This is like hanging at my favorite friend Shirley Banker's house, which I don't know. You don't know Shirley Banker, yeah. but Shirley Banker, when you come into her house, she says, there's only one rule. No rules. <laughs> and as soon as she establishes that, then she just starts telling Banging you all the rules that are, that are all just, oh, you can't do that over there. You can't eat that uh, over there. You can't do this. But there's no rules. Situational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's situational, no rules. So we got no rules in this podcast. Okay. I was thinking of doing this song called The Power of Prayer mm-hmm. because I've been doing more and more. Uh, like spiritual ceremonial things like leading actually tonight's a full moon mm. oh, and wow. yesterday i i led a full moon ceremony but i'll probably do one again tonight um and i use music and stuff and do different things with like meditation prayer and I'm on a very spiritual journey right now. Okay. <laughs> and I have a song called The Power of Prayer, which I wrote actually before I was as intensely on the spiritual journey. Oh, but something that got you songs are the journey, right? Yeah, songs either make things happen or they're just they predict things. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I have written songs that I don't know what they are until they show uh-huh. themselves to me and what what I meant yeah. when I had it in there yeah. that wasn't there that's often, and so that's interesting way to look at it I have that I was just telling a friend today that there's this one line in Power of Prayer where I say my good ghosts will speak to me in dreams in the eyes of creatures and often when I sing that busking like a dog or cat will walk by and look me right in the eye <laughs> wow so often that's great. corresponds. That's okay. awesome. Probably won't happen in this apartment because there's no dogs. Mm. I'll look away. Maybe a crow will land at the window. <laughs> that would be perfect, yeah. So here's the power of prayer. All right. It's a long, hard road to the glory. 
doing my good work now. Spirit's gonna take me by the hand if I start my praying now. The earth's in trouble, the people too. I'm looking for a sign. Gonna leave my wanting, worried ways and troubled past behind. The demons are hot on my trail tonight, but my spirit's strong, my eyes are bright. Twelve burning moons, it's been a long year, but I won't disappear. No, I won't disappear. No, I won't disappear. My good ghosts will speak to me in dreams in the eyes of creatures. I sing the songs that come along through strange enchanting teachers. I never knew what a prayer could do until they started coming true. Music is the medicine where fear and greed once grew. The demons are hot on my trail tonight, but my spirit's strong, my eyes are bright. Twelve burning moons, it's been a long year, but I won't disappear. No, I won't disappear. No, I won't disappear. It's a long, hard road to the glory land. I'm starting my good work now. Man, that's lovely. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's funny to be playing all these on the fiddle because often if it's like just one instrument, mm-hmm. it's cool to use like a guitar or something because it kind of <laughs> fills out the chords a lot more. But right. I do have a guitar and a mandolin here, but, but they I both like, need strings and oh, stuff. And I like the staccato cool. thing that you do. Yeah, I'm actually planning to make a video really soon about backing yourself up on the fiddle like oh. as a singer songwriter right, <laughs> like some right. of the techniques i came up with and everything you know you have a great style for that it was i was thinking of bob wills while i was watching for whatever <laughs> reason like as cool. you just kind of like he would kind of hold and play he's an and influence of mine awesome awesome you're so you like you're really well versed in in classic in like in like old folk music and domain stuff and stuff like that yeah it's, it's always really nice to see the like fiddle players like you or like in the market you'll see these people who just have and you, and you can just like the domain scene the old timey scene like you guys can just jump from I've seen it in the market you'll see guys jump from group to group and person to person it's really it's really very yeah. interchangeable and yeah, as yeah. you can travel the country you'll meet a group of people and you just you fit right in with them like a glove right? Already. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody anybody that you're friends with that's playing really great music right now that we should throw a thing out to or anything like that that you like? Yeah, I have a lot. Actually, I just you probably had, have hundreds of Yeah, hundreds. And, so yeah, most of my friends are Like, you don't even want to say one because everyone else is like, why didn't you mention me? Like, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. One thing I'm thinking of is two of my two bands that are of my good friends from New Orleans just toured through here and I went to see them play like on three of the nights that they toured. (laughs) I saw them in Olympia and then Seattle twice and one is Chris Acker and the Growing Boys and he's actually from Seattle and 
used to come see God's favorite beefcake at Cafe Racer when he was in high school. Okay. And so oh, that no was way. Wow. a band that I played in, and so he so you're an knew me. On him. Yeah, I actually didn't really know him. Right. I guess I like hadn't met a high school kid or whatever. I don't know. Maybe he never introduced himself. But then we got to know each other in New Orleans, and he told me that he is, he knows who oh, I was that's from then. Awesome. Yeah, that was wow. cool. And then um, the other band is Nick Shoulders and OK Crawdad, and he's from <laughs> Arkansas. That's a good, OK Crawdad. That's yeah, a good name. It's really cute. <laughs> okay. He's from Arkansas originally, but he lives in New Orleans, too. And both of them are really cool songwriters. They do, like, country, and um, Chris has, like, a really cool, like, John Prine style to it. Really deep lyrics and cool little, like, I don't know. I love all his little effects. And then Nick Shoulders is, like, amazing yodeler and, um, like, falsetto singer. Cool. Okay. Those are good recommendations. Thank you. Yeah. They're yes. on tour still. Okay. <laughs> you go to Racer ever? Cafe Racer? I haven't been there in a They're back of open. Years. Like, they were going to close. Yeah. And then somebody, the right person bought it or somebody yeah. bought it. So it's still up. My old partner, uh, Evan Ivanovich, that I used to play with in, uh, mm-hmm. in Rock Horn, he's hosting Tuesday Night Open Mic. Cool. I think I'm going to start going to that. So. Yeah. I've never played Cafe Racer. I used to sit in the back. Pandy and I used to sit in the back. Yeah. Your old your old bandmate from yeah. Gloria Darlings. If you're in York, Pennsylvania, and you're listening to this, you know Millie Raccoon because she came through town with the Gloria Darlings a few times. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, she and I used to jam back there for a bit. But I've never played at Cafe Racer. I'm really into that. But you were the house band. You were in the house band there yeah. for a long time. And a pretty tragic situation happened. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which we're not going to get into. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure everybody at home gets what's going on kind of thing, which probably don't, they don't. Well, whatever. Um, you played your three songs. Can I you did. Can play me one more? I can. Because I want one more. I can do a short little one. And I just backed us in an awkward situation really up if you play a song for me. <laughs> no, I'm just going to sit here quietly. Um... You can hear the rattlesnake rattles in my fiddle when I move it. What's in there? Rattlesnake rattles. Oh, are real rattlesnake <laughs> yeah. rattles? Did you find them and put them in your fiddle? Um, no, someone gave them to me. Okay. Like it's, real, it's like, like little... an old folkloric thing that you put them in there, and oh, there's no a million way. different reasons why. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. What's what, what like, good luck? Like Yeah, that's one of tuned, them. Like, one luck, good luck. One of them is... That it can uh, kind of help keep your wooden instrument hydrated because it like holds on to moisture oh, a little okay. bit. Okay, like one of those rubber things you put yeah. in it or whatever, but a natural one. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably not quite as effective as the rubber. <laughs> Nature's <things>. silica gel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the rattles. opposite of it. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, another idea is that. People, their instruments used to get chewed by mice and rats. Oh. And if they smelled a predator like a rattlesnake, they wouldn't come near the instrument. That's a pretty amazing reason. Yeah. That's really cool. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Back when people used to think about things like that. Yeah. Now you just get an app on your phone that would keep 
snakes away from your <laughs> rats away from your I'm not into killing animals for their parts. Right. But I think when they're found dead, I really find it interesting to like use parts of their body t- for like different like folkloric or spiritual reasons. Sure. Like I wear this um possum jaw. Oh wow. Oh wow, look at that. It's like a possum jaw necklace. You found that somewhere? So my friend found it in Just New Orleans. There's walking. a lot of like skeletons in New Orleans of oh, animals. That makes sense. It's like not a very cleaned up place in general, so it's like kind of like being in the wild <laughs> in a city. Um but I started wearing it and then I read really soon after that that possums have this special enzyme in their blood that makes them immune to all types of snake venom. And it's not even like they'll get sick for a while and get over it. It's like they're completely unfazed. Yeah. And so, like, medical science studies possum blood to try to figure out how to make an antidote to snake bites for humans. Wow. That's so I crazy. thought that's a really good protector thing to wear. <laughs> I like that you have the snake snake in your fiddle and then the anti-snake uh-huh. in your, around your neck. Yeah. To kind of keep everything balanced. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why my life's so confusing. <laughs> I'm balanced. Your wife's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. All right, one more. Close this out here. Okay. If you could. I think I'll do a song called Hot Potato. Okay. Something steady, cause it looks like I'm out of luck. I'm folding 
Thank you very much. Thanks That's a good Vegas tonight. song. A very good. Ve- that would be a great Vegas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If uh, if you're in Pittsburgh or New York or wherever you are, come out and see Millie Raccoon playing her shows. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram or on Facebook or all those places, or uh, listen on Spotify. Um, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this. Thank you, Millie. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nice having me. Thanks for having me over today. Yeah. Um, if you're in Seattle, you should shop at the Lifelong Thrift Store on Broadway. <laughs> it's the best thrift store in town. Buy all that stuff that we want to buy, so we won't have to buy it fit our in our suitcase. All right. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. Thank Bye. you.